This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager here at WZIP. Today on Zips Unlimited, Chris Stimler. He is a Senior Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admissions. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, man. Been here, I don't know, a few times. A baker's dozen, I feel like, at this point. <laughs> That's okay, because it's always good information. It's good information for our listeners and, and people who, who our listeners might know, even if they are not specifically you know, themselves perhaps shopping for a university. We'd like them to shop here. Um, and we're going to tell them, I guess, all they need to know, or at least a lot of what they need to know, as that, that whole journey searching for a college um, you know, really never ends. For sure. I mean, from your standpoint, at least. I mean, this is, it's not just a push for a month. I mean, it's really a year-round endeavor you know, forming those relationships with, with high school students and, and others, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely about the relationships. Funny thing, uh, homecoming was just last weekend, and I ran into one of the families of a student who's graduating from the university this spring. And the mom came up, gave me this big hug, and she still remembers the tour they took with me and eating at Chick-fil-A in the Union. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy. You know, my son had such a great time here. And it was the relationship that I had mm-hmm. with them because they knew that there was someone at the university that they could go to if they needed anything. So I'm really glad is. you brought that up because I saw something to that effect in your social media. Yeah. And I thought, what a cool yeah. story. And I know you're not one to, like, be braggy or, Yes, you I know. am. Give me all. <laughs> I need the self-esteem boost. <laughs> but what, what a nice compliment yeah. and what a nice story, really. Right. I have a feeling there's a lot of those stories out there, but sometimes they just don't reach mm-hmm. you or your counterparts or For whatever. Because sure. I think we have a lot of people who are, you know, I think most people, right, they're satisfied with their decision once yeah. they get here. So, right. All right. Now, for people who are still, you know, thinking about college, first of all, we had the um, just a week ago the FAFSA applications yep. became available, right? Yes, that's right. October first, that launches. That launches every school year for incoming students on October first. Our pride deadline is December one. Um, most colleges are going to have around that December one to January one priority deadline. You can submit it after, but you want to be in that first batch because that's where you know the grants are first awarded to students from the government and from the state. Also, federal work study is awarded to students kind of on a first come first serve basis. So the earlier you do your FAFSA, you're in that earlier round. So we encourage folks to do that sometime this fall. You know, anytime uh, between now and December one would be that priority deadline. Go to FAFSA.gov. It's streamlined a little bit, actually. They've, they've made it a little easier, the government did. Um, just plug in your information. Use the IRS data retrieval tool that links your tax information to your FAFSA so you don't have to plug in all those crazy numbers. Um, it's doing it for you automatically, which is pretty nice. Do you know much about federal work study? A little bit. I mean, what, what basically do you have to do to qualify for that? What is it? It's based off your family income and doing your FAFSA. So okay. there's two different things. There's student employment. And then there's federal work study, which is student employment. It's just where does the money come from? Um, But we have both types of positions on campus. So uh, students who are coming to the university as a first-year student, you know, those jobs get posted a handshake. All that is ran through the student employment office in the career center. And so jobs are getting posted if they want to be a tour guide on campus, they want to work at the rec center, one of the Starbucks on campus. Mm -hmm. You know, those jobs are getting posted through the student employment office. Some positions are just specifically earmarked for federal work study. And again, just if uh, based off your income, you may be awarded that. And that just means the money is coming from the government that will be still a real paycheck and everything. It's not mm-hmm. It's not just, oh. It doesn't you, affect your income at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Just... It, and that's the best thing about it is that it doesn't go then against your FAFSA the following year. Whereas if you do normal student employment, you're earning an income. So depending on the level you're getting, you may have to report that on your taxes and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the FAFSA, you said you can use that IRS retrieval yeah. tool. What other items do I need to have available to me? Is it just... 
basic contact information, stuff it's, like that. Most of it's basic stuff. The, the biggest, I think, hurdle is getting your FSA ID, which is like your e-signature. So you go to the website, you create a thing, you link it to your social security number, and then that's your same ID forever. So we have often some parents who maybe had uh, another child come to college, or maybe they went to college themselves a few years ago. It's still the same number, so you can't go change it. Um, so it's sometimes you may not remember what was my uh, password and login information for that. Mm-hmm. You might have to do some stuff for resetting that, that information. Um, but for the most part, you create that de- the, um, the FSA ID. Boom, you come in, you log, you do your FAFSA. You're throwing in your first name, last name, email, phone number, address, putting you're an undergrad student. Um, if you're full-time, are you planning to live on? Really that basic stuff. And mm-hmm. you list up to 10 different colleges and universities on your initial filing. So hopefully the University of Akron is in your top 10 list. And then boom, you're throwing Akron as a place to receive your FAFSA information um, from there. So I'm not really going to know anything as far as whether or not I, you know, can get some grant money or something until after I apply to the University of Akron, right? right? Yeah. So the the government doesn't release that information until usually mid-January because that's when they do their fiscal year. They do their budgets and stuff in Mm -hmm. January, right? So we always hear about the shutdowns and whatnot, uh, but they'll send that information to our financial office and then any other financial office you are listing on your FAFSA that gets dispersed to all those areas, then they package is what they call it, they, all that information. Then they will send you a financial aid award offer, typically the end of February, beginning of March. It's going to list any Akron scholarships you're getting, any Akron grants, then the grants and the loans from the government kind of giving you that bottom line price, but you can't get any of that until you're accepted. And first step, of course, is doing that application. Okay. Is it time to do the application? How early does that start for? For seniors? Yeah. So um, one, we are still accepting applications for the spring semester. For those maybe who graduated last year, took a little bit of a break, you know, Mm -hmm. still a little bit lingering COVID stuff, whatever, nervous about things, can still apply for the spring. Or if you're currently a senior, application opens up August 1st every year. So if you're a junior, just mark your calendar for August 1. For next year, if you're currently a senior or you know a senior interested in applying to Akron, you can apply right now. Go to uakron.edu slash apply or find us on the Common app. Uh, doing our application will probably take about five to 10 minutes. There's no essay. Then we just need your high school <laughs> transcripts. We are test optional this year as well. So if you haven't taken the ACT or SAT or maybe just aren't happy with the results that you received that first test, you can uh, apply as test optional, still receive full admission and scholarship consideration as a test optional student. And just for your listeners, if they use okay. the code ZIPPY with a capital Z, that will automatically waive their $50 application fee this year. Very nice. Okay. Now, the um, you know, the, 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 the no essay. Yeah. I was, just, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. A completely different situation. They live in another state. They were going to stay within that state mm-hmm. probably. Um, and really, I think, applying, applying a lot of pressure uh, to their son about, you know, getting on those applications and don't you have your essays drafted and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I, I mean, I know that exists, but I, I thought it was kind of a trend in higher ed where we, where we were taking a little bit more of a holistic approach like Akron has been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really com- depends. Um, there definitely was a trend before COVID to get rid of the essays. I feel like, and that's what, yeah. But then with COVID, a lot more schools are going test optional. So sometimes that essay comes into play, um, or it would be for a scholarship application. Maybe you aren't automatically considered for scholarships, or there's more to apply for, or like the honors program, our Williams Honors College does have an essay on their application. So there's still some opportunities to use those essays. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't use it for our initial application because you know 90% of the time or whatever, students are, they have good credentials. We want them to be here. We want them part of the Zips family. We want to give them that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, we will dive into an essay. Maybe a student 
is not quite getting accepted the, the first round of, of when they apply. And we're then looking a little bit more deeper into the grade trends. What classes did you take? You know, did you just struggle during that COVID year? Or you know, what else happened in your life? Because we, again, are trying to provide opportunities to students. So we're looking for reasons to accept students here at UA and give them that chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can submit the essay. I yeah, just don't have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, we still will add it to your file. We'll use it. The admissions re- review committee will look at those things. Um, it's just not required for the initial process. Okay, so if I'm a high school senior, I sh- could have already applied. And- yeah. Probably should be pretty quickly. Pretty soon, yeah. So our first round of acceptance emails went out last week. So we are rolling admission. We're admitting as soon as your file is complete. So you For apl- next fall. Yeah. Oh, already, yeah. Okay. So you apply online, submit your transcript, use that code Zippy with a capital Z to have your fee waived, <laughs> and then apply as test optional or with those test scores. As soon as that file is complete, the admissions committee is reviewing that application. Next day, you're getting an email saying you're accepted. Then you get your acceptance letter, usually about two to three weeks after that. So mm-hmm. first round of emails went out last week. Letters, next couple of weeks, students are going to get that packet in the mail with the great news. Very nice. You know, um, so a lot of those people, I suspect, if they've already applied you know, that early, because we know not everybody applies at the very beginning of the, of the of the cycle. I waited until late December. <laughs> I remember Christmas Eve getting my acceptance letter, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a nice gift. It was. <laughs> I was very happy. I, I, I suspect a lot of the people who have already done it, you know, next year's mm-hmm. you know, fall of 23 freshmen, good chance they visited here as juniors because um, they were probably really on top of things. Yeah, so we, we, I know I've been on here a few times promoting those different visit opportunities. So they could have come to the spring visit days, the summer visit days, you know, one of our daily information sessions, bus trips. We may have visited them at the school. Of course, we have some more visit opportunities going on right now. Right. A um, couple of my favorite ones that I, of course, have to highlight are zip visit days. Um, so there's one on Friday, the October 14th, and then Saturday, November 5th. Um, I like those because we'll have a couple hundred people here of all different majors. And so you get to see a bunch of students who are checking us out. The families are out walking around. Um, you can get a to- campus tour, see some residence halls. I get up on stage, do my great stand-up comedy routine telling you about the <laughs> university. Um, but then we do breakout sessions. So you get to go with the major of your choice and see the labs of engineering or of nursing. Come see our Emmy award-winning school of communication. I mean, mm-hmm. so there's amazing things here uh, you get, that you can experience that day and get a really good look of everything. So one stop, boom, you got everything covered. Yeah, okay. And so now if, if, if you're wanting to come for the one, what, on Friday, you said the 14th? On, fr- on Friday the 14th, yeah. Okay, what do I need to do? uakron.edu slash visit. So just go online. Even if you go to the Akron homepage, uakron.edu, the front page has apply now, visit now. I mean, so it's right there looking looking you in the eye. Um, so just click on the button, register for it. Uh, it's free to come to. So the student can come, parents, families, guardians, little brother, sister. I mean, everyone can come and check out campus. It's never too early. So you got a little brother, sister who's two or three, bring them on over. Maybe <laughs> Zippy's hopping around and can take a picture with her. Um, I wonder, if, you know, take us through the day. I mean, if somebody's coming, you know, whether they're local, they're coming in from, you know, a couple of hours away mm-hmm. or whatever, what, what does that day actually look like? I For mean, sure. The time frame and all that stuff. Check-in will usually be around 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday or, or a Friday, depending on which day you select. So you're coming to the student union on campus. You park your car. You walk in. We're greeting you there. You check in. Get your bag of information. Students uh, get a gift card for lunch that they can use at Starbucks or Chick-fil-A or at Rob's Cafe on campus. Um, and then you go upstairs, get a campus tour. We also have the student services fair. So marching band is there. Choirs, our esports program, the international champions. Uh, choose Ohio First STEM. Office of Multicultural Development. I mean, so everyone is there mm-hmm. just to answer questions. And so. It, 
I think not only does your major matter clearly, but what can I do at the university? You know, how, how am I going to find my friends? How am I going to find that, that support group at UA? Who's here to help me? You know, all those people are standing there on the main concourse in the student union to answer those questions. Get a campus tour if you haven't been to campus yet for that tour. Then you get some more information. And then, again, those breakouts in the early afternoon. So then you get to go to the School of Music, dance, you know, wherever you you know, major you're interested in. So it's a, it's a full day. So I was going to say, what time What time would I be going home, more uh, or less? I mean, it can, it's going to vary. Yeah, but. it's going to vary. I would say 1 to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I okay. mean, because even we have some residence halls open in the early afternoon. So if you want to live on campus, you want to go check out Spicer Hall or the Honors Complex. You know, you want to see where you would be living for at least a year. Yeah. And we have amazing residence halls that they have to learn about, including free laundry. I think that's the biggest perk. Oh, that, really? Oh, Yeah. So students don't care. Parents are like writing that down right now. We're visiting Akron. They got free laundry there. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, so that's that's what happens if you if you show up to the the visit day either on the fourteenth or on Saturday the fifth. Yep. Or our other yeah. designated. It's not called visit day, right? Didn't you correct me once on this? It's, no, it's, not... it's visit day. Okay. Yeah, I thought there's, it was called something there's else. There's different now. names. There's a preview day or a Zips visit day. You know, they try to come up with, okay. with titles. It's a visit. I mean, come on. Sure. You're, you're visiting campus. The one on the 14th and also the one on the 5th, are those themed a certain way? Are they designed maybe more for one type of prospective student than another? Juniors or seniors, really. So seniors can use it as that. Again, I really need to know if I want to apply here or maybe I've already applied. And I want to know how much further I want to go into it. Or juniors in high school looking at for that first thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking around. I don't know where to start. Start with our visit day because we're going to cover a lot of information. There's going to be stuff that you don't know you should be asking. And so maybe you can take that information at other places you look to compare when you're, they're going through their process as well. There's even an, an option for transfer students. So maybe you're enrolled at another university or college and you're thinking, you know what? I'm not fully enjoying my time or I'm starting off at a community college. I can't finish my four-year degree right now. They want to transfer to the university. We got transfer staff there to help as well. So, what, what are people. some of those things that that you think maybe people don't think about that they, they should be asking? The questions they should be asking uh, is my parking pass included in my tuition, and where do I park as a first year student? There you go. I mean, because all the time, you, that's something that you don't think about. Our our until park- you get here, right? yeah, until yeah. you get until you show up the first day and you're looking where to park. <laughs> um, so, you know, our our parking fee is already worked into the tuition and fees. So, first year students are allowed to have a car on campus, and they park on main campus. So that that is something a little different. Some other schools are going to say first years can't have a car at all. Or they say you can, but they don't tell you, oh, there's a that first year parking lot. It's lot C. It's way over there by the football stadium. And you got to wait for a shuttle to actually bring you over to main campus. We're at the University of Akron. You're parking right on main campus, right outside your academic building or residence hall if you're living on. I know I have people ask me sometimes um, when I'm part of the visit days, you know, in school communication, um, about the um, sort of like a ratio of online to, to face-to-face classes. Yeah, Are a lot sure. of people asking about that? It's, it's really interesting. Definitely during COVID, clearly a lot of online, yeah. right? We are definitely moving full, I would say, more back to uh, in-person. We do have some fully online degree programs, though. So if you are looking for that more flexible option, uh, go to the Akron homepage, type in online, mm-hmm. and then that stuff pops up. So there are some specific degree programs that are 100% fully online. You think, Stephen, or do you think that, that students are are really kind of wanting that face-to-face? Is that why they're asking? Or I think a, is it a, the opposite? Yeah, I, I, I really think a lot of the students I've talked to, they thought that they were going to love online learning. Then they had to do it for two years, yeah. and they're like, I'm over this. Yeah. And most of the <laughs> students I talk with, they want in-person. They're asking more, I don't want online right now. There's still some that, that want that. 
but I would, a lot, 95% probably, I would say, just to throw out a number, a lot of my students want that in-person experience in the lab, in-person experience with my professor, because they just realize they learn better that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have, um, you know, some some other areas like like law and, and medicine where I think some of those students might um, maybe even spend more time than some of the other students trying to figure out what their path is going to be. How do we accommodate them? Well, funny you mentioned that. On Friday, November 18th, we have our pre-med and pre-law visit day. So if you're a pre-med or pre-law student, you're more than welcome to come to those other visit days we talked about. But we also know that sometimes we need a little bit more focus on those students because you're thinking not a four-year degree, you're thinking a four-year plus, mm-hmm. right? We're thinking more advanced degrees. So we have a special visit day for them on November 18th that's just highlighting those pre-med options. So that would be biology, biomedical science, biomedical engineering, um, and that could be for pre-med, pre-pharmacy, pre-dental, pre-vet, um, or the pre-law track. Very common would be probably political science or philosophy. And, of course, both those departments are going to be there that day. So you can learn about those various tracks, learn about our advanced 3 plus 3 program with our law school that we have on campus. So I think one benefit of coming to that day is that you do get a little bit of that little closer kind of look of those various areas. Mm-hmm. We had Kelly Federer on last week. We were talking about homecoming during homecoming, homecoming actually. Yeah. Um, and you just mentioned a few minutes ago that you, know, you had a nice experience yeah. with a family who, who you met a few years ago. and. They remembered you. Do you find when you're at events like that, especially homecoming, where you almost can't even get to the game because there's so many people that you've, you're have you seeing along the way that you you met and oh, helped sure. over the years? Yeah, for sure, which is so, so amazing. It's, so, it's just an amazing part of the experience. It's one of the big reasons why I'm probably still doing what I'm doing. Um, when working in the admissions office, you're not a car salesman. You're not a recruiter. Uh, you're not that. You're an admissions counselor. You're counseling people and helping them find their right fit. Of course, we hope that's at the University of Akron, and if they think it's their best fit here, we're going to do anything and everything we can to help them get here. But if they go somewhere else, that's okay, too. We just want people to be happy and be successful. So it is great to build those relationships with people. Um, I get to actually uh, work with the students from my home high school. So I graduated from Garfield High School. They just got a brand new building this mm-hmm. year. So I went to the opening of that building. I saw my high school counselor there. I saw the teachers that I've worked with that had me as a student that are still there. The students, my friends that I haven't talked to in you know, a little bit that I went to high school with, ran into them there. So it, it's really cool to see those people and then translate that on campus. I've seen them at the high school, seen them at a visit day, then they come back to another one, then I see them at orientation, see them grow as a student. So it's always amazing to see the students that you work with and you thought, I had one conversation with them, I, I wonder you know, if they're happy here. And then you see them and you're like, oh yeah, they're having a great time. They're telling me about being on homecoming court or who they're dating right now or the amazing professor that they've had or you know anything like that. All right, you can visit the university uh, once again, not only on Friday the 14th or on Saturday the 5th, but as Chris mentioned um, briefly, we do have like a daily. It's not quite as elaborate as is what we're describing for these upcoming kind of official visit days, but there are times you said you can stop in really daily and at least get a campus tour, right? Monday through Friday, 1015, 215 are our daily information session and campus tour. So brief, just kind of general PowerPoint, then a quick campus tour of the university. So good first look as well, you know, if that's what you're looking for. But I love those bigger visit days because of that academic component. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are busy on those bigger days, we also have virtual sessions running throughout October. And again, as we mentioned earlier, most people are tired of virtual stuff at this point. Yeah. But if you want to hop on online on the Zoom, we have, you know, we had the College of Business this past week. We had psychology. You know, we're having all of our different academic departments that are doing their Zoom sessions, you know, throughout October. So if you want to hop onto that as your first look 
and then come to the big visit day to learn more. Or maybe you did a session already and now you want to do the online. You know, we're just trying to offer anything and everything. Well, we you can know, and I would say too, and I, I can't speak for every single person on this campus, but you could though, right? Oh you, yeah, you for sure. Okay, good. I, I will. I'll it might be, it might be wrong. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we do have a lot of situations where somebody. They do want to see that academic unit, oh, yeah. but they're not able to come or, or don't want to come to one of the designated visit days. And a lot of times that can be worked out. Mm -hmm. Your office has called up here before and said, hey, we have somebody coming in. They're interested in media studies or interested in, you know, communication in general. You know, is somebody going to be there? Can can somebody yep. you know, walk them through and show them what you have and talk about your major? And the answer is always yes. yes. I mean, yep. it's just it always in fact kind of fits in with what you were just saying, where maybe somebody does do something kind of a first exposure and in this case it was somebody who had inquired about school communication that's the only reason i know about it um we did a facetime tour yes a few weeks we've ago. had this yeah and then he contacted me and to let me know he is going to be here on the fifth because now he wants to see it in person yep. and it wasn't the kind of thing where he, he's not too too far away but a little too far mm -hmm. to just kind of stop in um so he got that first glimpse now he wants to see it in person and get that whole visit day experience for sure. on Saturday the 5th. So Yeah, our friends over in engineering do it as well all the time. They have a, a virtual tour. They will literally walk around with their phone on FaceTime, on a Teams meeting, on a Zoom, whatever, yeah. and take you around. I mean, trying to be as accessible as possible for anyone because they could be coming from Pittsburgh or New York or California or Texas. I mean, we get students from all over. So mm -hmm. you, you want to see a little bit because that is a, a good journey, and gas is 4 bucks right now. So even if yeah. it's an hour or two <laughs> – Round trip, hey, that's a full gas tank, you know, mm -hmm. or something. So is it worth the investment? We want to make sure that, that folks know that Akron is a great investment of your time, your gas money, and then hopefully enrolling here long term. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP FM. Z -Z 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 -Z